Welcome listener to Eshe Write More. I'm Eshe and this is my personal audio diary. Yes, you get to study the thoughts of a madwoman. You're welcome. It's where I talk about business and writing all in the hopes of becoming a successful entrepreneur and published author. I post as often as I can about what thoughts and topics I think are important to making my career goals a reality. So put on those nerdy glasses and give those suspenders a good old tug. Today, I'm talking about how to give feedback. Gasp, I know, an actual writing episode. Hey listeners, so we're talking about uh, feedback and writing today. And this has a lot to deal with uh, your alpha readers, your beta readers, and just the loved ones in your life who are giving you feedback, your editors, your just anyone in general, anyone you get to read your book, any of the feedback that you get back, that's what we're going to be talking about today. And I want you to be able to maybe see it a little bit differently than how you were seeing it before. So I belong to Jericho's Writers Group, and I absolutely love it. I found an opportunity to actually be someone's alpha reader. I'm excited. I'm ready to jump into their book. It's their book and their writing. It's the skill is way beyond my writing. And so I'm just excited to be able to read this beautiful eloquence of how the story is depicted and how the magic system works and the different perspectives. And it's what I hope to one day aspire to. So I'm very honored to be uh, an alpha reader for it and giving feedback. But I wanted to definitely talk about that today. What does it mean to give good feedback? Now, as a writer, there's several things that you want to know when someone's reading your book. You want to know if they like it. You want to know if they dislike it. You want to know the parts that they dislike. Do you want to know if they're bored in any of the sections or if they don't think a section works right, is stupid. They're able to see if as they're reading it, as the reader, if they understand or if there's confusion. If there's confusion, then that means as a writer, you've got a problem if a reader's not understanding your book. Now, a lot of writers get defensive with feedback, and I think this is the wrong approach. Sure, yeah, we don't want that literary critique of that guy who thinks he is the best at everything, knows how to write, knows how you should write, knows how to fix your book, what plots you should shove in, what do you need to take out, basically destroys your existence as a writer by belittling you and making you feel like you're worth nothing. Now that's the type of feedback, critiquer, editor that I would prefer not to work with. One, because they're an energy drain and I don't need that. I don't need that in my life. For one, I don't need to be made feel like I am beneath you and that you're, you are doing me a favor and how dare I have any opinions otherwise if you think you fix my book and I don't follow them. So that's the only thing I have. I think if you are giving feedback and critiquing and editing people's work for that main reason alone, I don't think you should be doing it because it doesn't sound like you're getting enjoyment out of it. And I don't think you are enjoying helping me. Now be careful. (laughs) 
Because these self-serving dicks who get high off of belittling you and your work and calling you nothing, sometimes, very rarely, they are disguised as someone who actually really cares. And behind this whole industry, those who get burned out for caring after book after book after book and having writers chew them out afterwards because they've given their thoughts and their opinions and their recommendations and writers have just thrown it back in their face and saying, how dare you treat me like this? It gets lost. The caring gets lost, I think. So when you, it's, it's got to be practiced. And that, I think, is the most important thing when you're giving feedback, is you have to actually be wanting to serve the writer that you're reading their book for. You want to care enough to actually give them good advice, whether that's harsh or honesty or not. If it's all coming from the intention of truly caring and wanting to serve, I think that writer will see it in the end, and all you writers out there start paying attention. They might be giving you harsh feedback or something that you don't agree with and think they just said it to belittle you. Just picture them doing this out of out of the goodness of their hearts of wanting to help you get better. They're trying to serve you the only way they know how. And as a reader and a writer, the only way we know how is by recommendations and helping and giving examples and telling us what has worked before in the past. But it's up to you as the writer to say, oh, actually, okay, this might work in my book or that definitely won't work in my book. I got an edit from an editor on my most recent book, my most recent book, <laughs> my first book that I have not published yet. I have started writing other books, but <laughs> my book that I'm trying to one day get published. And she did not like the fact that I wrote in a third person omniscient. And especially for any book that's trying to figure out whether or not they're writing for YA or new adult, that poses some problems because you're distancing yourself, you're distancing your reader from your main character by putting it in third perspective. And this is where I highly disagree with her. Well, I don't necessarily disagree. I just don't want to do it. I'm not going to switch to first person perspective. I'm not doing it at all because that's not me. That's not the type of book that I've created and I've wanted to help build a story by my third person perspectives and the multiple point of views in my book. If that makes it harder for a reader, I will do my very best to take the feedback and try and make it so that the reader connects to my characters without it being first person perspective and that it you can smoothly understand where the story is going from that third person omniscient narrator. So that's just kind of an example of taking the feedback and not not taking it personally realizing that they're trying to serve you and if you served writers more if you yourself as a writer went and served other writers by helping them and reading their books for them and giving your thoughts and opinion with love and support i think it would take the harsh offensiveness out of why we think of the feedback. <laughs> Sorry, I don't know if that made sense. No one is better than you in this industry. If you've got that 
literary critic who's basically jumping down your throat for the way that you write and is telling you it's never going to work and your book sucks, you know, he isn't better than you. And him trying to belittle you and making you feel awful or trying to get you to see how he's helping you, he's not better than you. So take it all and just, this is feedback. This is good feedback, good or bad, and thank them for their time and for serving you and ask them, okay, now that you've given me this feedback, I'll do my best to to see if I can implement any of this and grow as an author from the wonderful words you've given me. And if you have any other books that you actually personally love, let me write them down so I can actually study them in the future. Because their opinion still matters even if they're a dick. So treat them as you probably wanted to be treated in the first place, but didn't you didn't get that. You didn't get that from them. That doesn't mean you're still going to just... Throw everything that they set out the window and just be like, that guy's a jerk. Douchebag alert, major to 100%. I'm not going to listen to a single word that he says. He's still a person. His opinion still has value. And again, I will remind you, sometimes they are cleverly disguised. (laughs) There is a hidden nice person underneath. You just have to be kind and personable and human with them back. And maybe you actually might get some valuable information that could make you a beneficial writer. I don't even care if the author has made a whole career traditionally publishing books and they're telling you exactly the formula and exactly the method that you need to take and you are just that lowly newbie writer who's trying to figure it out and they're not better than you. (laughs) So just be kind back. Just remember all of that negative feedback, all of the harsh criticism, even from just readers once you've published, they're trying to serve you in some of their own little unique ways. Some of them, they're just cruel and mean. And you can thank them for their time and go on your own merry way and not even pay them a second mind chance. Repeating words. I've gone off a little bit of a tangent, but I just wanted to say that today. Be kind, and please, if you are going to serve writers, which I think you need to do as a writer, go out and serve. Go out and find someone who you can be an alpha or a beta reader to. That's really just to read their books, let you know how you as a reader, this is where you get to fall back in love with reading. You as a reader get to be there and experience someone's someone's work in creation and let them know this is what's working for me this isn't what's working with me for me this sentence here is powerful and amazing and please never change it you as a reader have very unique perspectives and you you should share them in the hopes of serving other writers to be better we all want to get published We all want to find those betas and those alpha readers who will give great feedback, comment, tell them what they loved, and really enjoy the book and find a way to help you. But don't do it because don't get on that writer's group to find that alpha reader or that beta reader. 
get on that writer's group to start serving other writers. And that's what I started to do. And I absolutely am in love with that process and being able to be a solid foundation in helping them write and getting their works read. The whole process. It's magical. If you just do it out of the kindness of your heart, you can be a grouch. You can say your mean little snippy comment if you want to. Just if you are (laughs) that dick who wants to show how clever he is when he's giving feedback, just sneak in the kindness somewhere, please, if you can, from another writer. Show them the good as much as the harsh and the critical. I'm not telling you to scale back. I'm not telling you to change who you are. Just remember, you're not better than them, and they're not better than you, and you're serving them. When you are a reader, when you are editing, when you are helping them on their process to publication, you're serving. You're not the superior force that's being a gatekeeper into the publishing world. No one think that. No one think that because someone's in the publishing industry is well-established, they've been doing this their whole career, that they're superior and that you have to listen to them 100%. No. They should be serving you to helping you get into publication. They're not, they're not the, the big old powerful God that you have to listen to. They're not. They're human. They're just like you. They're not better. They're not worse. They're, they just need to be serving. And if they're not doing that, please please politely and kindly remind them what their role is and what they need to be doing. Hopefully this clears things up. I know things will never really change and a lot of people won't be taking this service approach to feedback. But I hope maybe if one writer starts serving another writer, we'll have more of that in this industry because it's severely lacking in my opinion. I don't think as a writer, you're, you're going in and you're all in your head and you've written this book and you have this whole career planned for yourself, whether it's traditional or self-publishing, you have it all mapped out. And I guarantee you, you didn't really think about the other people who are going to be involved in the process. The other people who will want to, to help you get there and to help provide that support as a, uh, as a readership, as a fan You want to be kind in order to cultivate other kindness to you. And good vibes never hurt. A little bit of a rant today. Sorry, it's Saturday. It's been a very long day. I've already gone to the gym. I've cleaned the house. And I've been implementing a lot of the other um, practices that I've been learning in Crush It. So moving on finally from the kindness topic. Because I don't think, I think I've already beaten that. Like I've beaten a dead horse because... Hopefully you've gotten some value out of it, but I might have rambled a bit. I'm going right back to it. See, look, my mind just wants to keep talking about it. No, I think you're done, brain. You're done. You have nothing else to say because you can't actually put it into words. So you're done. Long Saturday. And putting the um, practices I've been learning from Crush It, the book from Gary V. I'm almost done with it. So I will give you a review on that soon. Um, 
I've been busy, 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 and I've just been working away, and I'm excited to get this out to you, and hopefully you all are having a wonderful Saturday and that you are able to find ways to start serving writers in your community, and hopefully you'll get to read some pretty awesome books on the way. You'll learn how to write better, because reading equals learning better how to write over time. You'll just become a better writer by reading. Quote of the day. <laughs> Today it is actually a writing quote. Are you surprised? Are you happy? Are you sad? No more entrepreneur quotes, you ask? No, we will have some more. I just thought we'd stick with a writing one today, even though I secretly do miss it. Uh, today's quote is going to be by Louis L'Amour. Start writing, no matter what. The water does not flow until the faucet is turned on. Keep your faucet on. Keep writing your stories. Yeah, sure, every story ever written has already been written since the dawn of time. They've all been taken, but no one's heard it from you yet. And that's unique. Keep writing. Don't let what someone says prevent you from writing your stories or, or um, basically sitting down at a desk and letting the creative juices flow. Yuck. Gross. That was... That was a bad visual <laughs> but um keep doing it it's not worth it to care and if you care too much then I think you just need to focus on you getting a healthy perspective you doing your writing you doing you and spreading all that love and kindness that I'm so obsessed about today <laughs> okay we're gonna We're going to end this now. Uh, thanks so much for uh, listening today. If you have any input on this episode or want to comment on the feedback that you've gotten in the past, and if it has affected you, that's okay because you're human too and those emotions are real and emotions are definitely not a bad thing. And if you've gone through those horrible experiences, I want to hear about it freaking send me a voice message and I will comment back to you and if anyone sends me any voice messages on anything it could be writing it could be business it could just be a hi hello this is who I am or even just about farts I've said it before you could just send me a message about farts or anything funny any story I love it <laughs> okay uh, I've gone off the rails a little bit like I normally do if you do send me a message, let me know if it's for my ears alone or if it's something that I can share on a future podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in on this wonderful day. Let's get back to the crazy. Let's go put our nose to the grind and work, 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 work. And uh, okay, enjoy it. Have fun. My name is SJ. You already knew that. I lost it. I'm gone. I'm already out of the room. I'm already done with this podcast. It's just... My brain's not there. And oh yeah, I'm going to go write more. Outsies.